Hey everybody, it is Michael White and Anthea Mofitis. Hope you're all doing great. Yeah, honestly, we hope you guys are doing fantastic. Um, before we get started, look, guys, we really appreciate the love, support um, that we've been getting on our TikTok, Twitter. You guys have actually been following through. You guys have been liking, commenting. Guys, please just thank keep you. it up. Yeah, thank you. And, and just keep it up. We're going to keep giving you guys the work. We're going to keep doing the stuff. Um, and it's because we love you guys and we also want to provide a platform. That's what this is for. It's not a platform to attack anybody, any Pacific gender or how you live your life. We just want to help you guys get better results when it comes to your dating, because that's the thing. They don't teach how to date properly. They don't teach how to work uh, relationship dynamics. You know, they'll tell you, oh, you got to kiss a few frogs before you find your prince. Well, what if you get warts? Hypothetically. It doesn't work. Well, I suppose it... Um... I suppose if you're if you're going into a relationship with knowledge, then you can have a better understanding and a, and a better relationship. But like you rightfully said, so many of us are not taught about relationships, and especially in this day and age, because a lot of so many kids are growing up in a one um, one parent household. household as well. So it's completely different. Uh, my children grew up in a one parent household, so you know, unless anything, they come from me came from me but to have the father around was not part of our household so they've mm. had to learn in another way too because I can't I'm not a man to be able to teach them the male side of things at the end of the day I mm. can only tell them what I know and what I know is very limit was very limited so and I didn't ever want to put my my limiting beliefs about relationships onto them so um you know I think podcasts like this and others others of alike are amazing for people going into relationships because you can learn so much and it's not just us you know you go and take from from all different ones and get your and and find what resonates with you and what feels right to you to be able to have the greatest relationship and even when you're in a relationship you're still learning because now you're actually having the experience of a relationship because talking about something and experiencing something is two completely different things, you know? I agree with you. And that's the thing. I think literally what we're trying to do here is help people kiss less frogs and actually yeah. just have more success. Like, yeah, and that's what I mean, though, because a lot of people will say, well, I got to go through like multiple people to find the one. No, but if you're very selective, then it makes it easier for you to 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 pick better and not like, you're able to vet better so that you don't have to go around kissing as many frogs or piling up amount of bodies to your body count. So for, for us, I think that's very important. So we're going to play the promo video. And again, today's topic is going to be very strong, hard, and probably very emotional for you guys and us. So we will get into it and uh, can't wait. Okay, so let's get started. Okay, so we all know at the end of the day, 
that relationship start and they begin, right? Just so we're all on the same page. But I think if we're to be honest with each other, how do you move on from an ex-lover or friend is the key question. So you're not spending an amount of time, a huge amount of time, I should say, dwelling over someone that's not dwelling over you. And it's interesting, this question, because I was talking to um, a young lady the other day who had been in a relationship for 15 years and um, the, her husband just walked away just randomly, but with, went with another woman. And um, she was expressing how wonderful he was throughout the relationship, but then her, her language towards him after the relationship turned very negative. And it was very interesting because, because of his action, she's found it very hard to move on. But I just think with those kind of actions, it should be easier to move on because at the end of the day, you now... That person, look, for 15 years, if somebody was a certain way 15 years and then for a year they've been completely different, you're not with the person that was the 15 years because those 15 years have gone. You're with the person who is that particular person, how they're behaving and speaking and acting in this moment. In so that if present you don't moment, like, yeah. In the present moment. So, But too many people go by, it used to be like this and I remember it being mm. so good. And but, but that's not who you're with. That's wow. it's a completely different thing altogether, right? Wow, that wow, that was a good one. That was a very, very good one, Anthea. And I and again, I think for a lot of people, um, you're absolutely right. And that's why I'm honestly gonna give you because that was just insane. Like you're absolutely <laughs> right though. Because a lot of people They'll try to rationalize yes. why they shouldn't let go. Oh, two years ago, it was great. Three years ago, it was great. It was great at this point. But the person or this individual made a clear decision that they don't want you part of their life going forward. Right. Based off of an action in that situation. Yes. So if you're going to dwell on it and then... You know, the, the you know, there was an expression of, you know, not being able to eat and sleep. And I've but it's like, that. well, but you're just ruining your own life. He's having the time of his life and you're ruining your life with your own self-sabotaging to his actions. At the end of the day, I think I know I'm saying it quite harsh just to say, like, mm -hmm. accept it. Yes, we have emotions. Yes. But I think this is where. Um, this is where as you, at, I don't want to say older, but as as years, as you build up years in your life, you become more resilient to these things. You just realize that everyone is different and everyone comes, if, everyone, if somebody comes to a stage in their life and they don't want to be part of a person anymore, you can't beat yourself up about it because you're only hurting yourself because they're not hurting themselves. They're getting on with their world. And they're, like we said, he's not the person that he was 10 years ago or three years ago or two years ago. Now he's, his personality has changed. He now wants to do something different with someone different. And if you stand there and question, yeah, but why did you do that to me? Why? Did you? It's not to you. It's not personal. They found someone they've connected another level with and found that they want to now experience life with them and yes it is like it's not fair 
However, does it that suck? Yes, like it sucks 100%. It sucks, it is, absolutely. It but, you know, you can't hold an individual and make hostage. them be with you. Yeah, you can't hold them hostage because actually you're going to both end up miserable. And some people will say, mm -hmm. well, I want them to be miserable like I'm miserable. Okay, we get that. I get, I do get that concept. But at the same time, it doesn't it's help. It's not anyone. valid. It's, it's, not it's not valid. valid. No. And I love that you said that because I've spoken to many females and men, but with females, they're like, they won't go to work. They've stopped eating. They yes. stopped seeing like, like wanting to date other people. They're still leaving the door open just in case they come back. Um, yes. You know what I mean? The person will come back into their life like a little bit, but never commit to them. And like all these things. And I'm like, why are you doing this self-damaging person? Like the person shut the door on you. They legitly shut the door on you and either said, hey, I don't want to be with you or left. But here you are. And we've all done it. We're not going to sit here on our We've all done I, it. I've done it. I, I've done it. Me too. I've done it for two years, three years, four years. I've done it. And I'm telling you, like, it, it's not a very conducive time for you to use on this earth. Like at the end of the no. day, I always say this, choose somebody that chooses you. If they're not choosing you anymore, yep. move on. You've gotten your side. They don't, they're not choosing you anymore. They're choosing out. And it doesn't mean, I don't think, uh, uh, just to clarify, you're not saying move on to the next person. No, no it's I'm move on with move your on life. From the space of yes. hoping that they come back. This space of, yes. of, oh, like, um oh, I don't want to go there because, like, what if they see me with a new person? Like, any yes. of that shenanigans. Like, now you're just, yes. you're being a little too overdramatic. You're being a little too excited. And I get it. You might have spent three years, four years, 15 years with this individual, but they have made a choice to not stay with you. We're not saying that you shouldn't heal. Guys, I've made a mistake dating somebody that didn't heal. It's not good. Got to take that The relationship time. was very combustible. It was very triggering. Like on that individual's end, and I'm not blaming them, but it's just they didn't heal. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's it, At the end of the day, we, ha we have to process what happened. But at the end of the day, we also have to ask ourselves and give ourselves the tools to move on. And what I mean is sit with what happened, figure out what you want out of your life and get back to that. Mm. And you know what a point I want to make here as well, Michael, I, I, I kind of I think I fed myself this um, that's helped me move on from relationships is they weren't in my life for the first, let's say, 30 years of my life. So I lived 30 years without them. And maybe I lived four or five years with them. But then I'd done 30 years without them. So what was my life like? And what can I, what do I enjoy doing? What's what's it about me? What can I do now to make myself, to bring my life into a place and adjust to the circumstances that's taken place? How can I adjust my life? to suit me now because I think if we're holding on to this time the time you have together you're going to keep sabotaging yourself and like I said it's not 
yes, you do have to go through, you do go through that mourning um, period and you do go through, like, you know, feeling sorry for yourself. Absolutely, because we're human, we, we're going to go through that. But just all I'm saying is don't hold on to that for too long. Allow mm. yourself that time, yes. But then understand understand what your new desires are, what your new needs are, your new wants, because you're going to find that you would have grown from that relationship too. And you can adjust and there's things that you can say, well, actually, um, I want someone who's like this now. I'm a new stage of my life now. I was 20 when I met that person. I'm now 30. So what's, you know, in my 30s, what do I want to achieve? What do I want to do? What kind of things? It's not going to be the same as when you were 20 or when you was 15. It's going to be different because we're always, we're evolving, we're changing all the time. So rather than hold on to that and, and see it as grief and see it as mourning and, and losing someone, you're not, it's not losing, it's gaining, it's gaining wisdom, it's gaining knowledge, it's gaining mm -hmm. experience, it's gaining so much. And I think if we switch it around to what we have gained from it rather than what we've lost, then we can take a new approach and actually be able to move on with a lot with with ease and flow rather than this depression and not wanting to get up and not yeah. and ruining ourselves for no reason, because really. And, and again, it, it ties into the previous podcast that we did about mental weddings. That's exactly what it is you're doing. You're creating yes. a mental wedding of what life was like before. And yes. you're missing out, out on what life is like today. Present. Yeah, right here, exactly. right now. What you need to understand is your life was fine before them. Your life is going to be fine after them. Absolutely. That's what you need to understand fully. Now, we're going to give you the proper steps because we're not just going to come here and ramble. We're going to give you the proper steps <laughs> of what that looks like on paper. So, number one, it's acknowledging what happened more than anything. Either it doesn't matter whose fault it was, it was it's acknowledging what has happened. They don't want to be with you or maybe you don't want to be with them no more. Now you need to put yourself in a space since the name of this one is moving on from that particular person. We're assuming either a friend or a lover has left. So now you need to take the time to acknowledge what has happened. Some people move on faster than others. We're not going to give you like a specific time. But with that time should be spent is in the new friendships and relationships that I get into how will it be different going forward? That's what the next chapter of your life needs to look like. Yeah. Start having a vision of what could be, you know, get excited about what your life could be like and what's next. Because when one door closes, another door opens in some way or another. So you could get pro, you could actually get excited for what's coming. What they didn't give you, you can get somewhere else. Trust me, there's seven and a half billion people on this planet. <laughs> well, the one thing that I actually want to cover with you the most, Anthea, is closure. Is it overrated? What do you mean, is it overrated? So you know how like some people, when they break up with someone or like in this situation, they want to move on. But some people can't move on because they didn't get closure. 
they need to talk to that yeah, person think- one more time to figure out like what went wrong or XYZ. So that's why I'm asking you, what is your take on closure? Yeah, I think I, I I hear what you're saying because there is a lot of people that need that closure. And I found something that works for me that I've done of recent, actually. And I wrote it down, everything I wanted to say. And that, for me, was my own closure. And I think you can have closure in different ways. And if you're waiting for somebody else to give you an explanation, then that's it's a very negative way to take on the closure. Um, but if you can just write it down and write what you feel and what you think, send it to the person, but you've got to be able to say, we've got to do it without an attachment because you've got to be able to say to them, it's not about what what they say in return. This is about me getting this out of me and letting, putting my feelings down and what I, my thoughts down of what happened because that's what you really want to do. You want it to clear your own mind. Because what they say, most of the time, you're not going to agree with. You're going to be like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. Or they I might not say and... anything. They Sorry? Or they might not say anything. Like, they might or they just... might not say anything. Well, oh, but the thing is, I don't think, the only place you need closure from is yourself. You don't need it from somebody else. Mm, like, but... it's, go on. No, I love what you said, though. Because, again, I have to touch on it before it gets lost. People are spending time mourning over somebody that's not mourning over them because that person's already out there living their best life. They've maybe already found someone new. They're already connecting and vibing and doing all the things that they used to do with you. Yes. So it's like, why are you sitting here wasting your time? I'm not telling you to jump into something else. But what I am saying is free up your headspace. Yes. If you like dancing, go and take some dance lessons. If you like swimming, go and do some tennis. But free up your mind to be like, like, let this person go in here. Because you cannot live in a place that doesn't exist anymore. The past is the past. It's non-existent. Yes, it has some relevance, like some, like a small relevance. But it's not as big as you're making it out to be. And as Anthea said, and I love that she brought it up, the reason why you're making it sounding bigger than it's supposed to be because you're attaching your feelings to it. Yes. It's got to come from a detached place, hasn't it? And look, closure is, I think, to answer that question, yes, it is overrated because, like I just said, if you're waiting for your... You can only find closure in yourself. And the only way to do that is, like you rightfully said, is start looking for what's coming up. Look for the future because the past is gone. You can't go back there. It doesn't matter whether you've got magic tricks or you're a genius. doesn't matter what you are. You're not going to go back in the past. You can relive parts of the past, but in the present. Oh, yeah. By living the same relationship, like a same relationship, different face, different person, and allowing, let's say, you was in a very negative, low vibrational relationship that was really bad, um, you can live that again, but it won't with the same person or with someone else. And you can continue having that throughout your life. However, you can't go back in the past. We can't rewind ourselves. No. You have to start from where you are. So it's you know. But you, you can make better choices to, in the present. <clears throat> make better choices, and like you just said, um, you know the the past does play a part. And I think the part mm-hmm. it plays is the fact that it's an experience. It's a learning curve. 
the past is what you learn from. So you can say, well, in that relationship, actually, I didn't like this or I did like this. And I want to focus on these things that I do like and bring that full, bring that into the present moment to say, actually, I want more of this in my life. I want more laughter. I want more going out. I want more traveling. I want, I don't know, whatever it is that you like. Um, but sitting there and dwelling on the past of what it used to be, to me, um, I haven't got time for that. I, I, I'm not into it. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Become, yeah. You scare people off when you do that. Now, what yeah, I mean by that sure. is if you meet new potential friends, let, okay, we'll go from friends to ex-lovers. If you meet new friends, but your mindset is always like, oh, thinking about your old friend that left, it's going to start to bleed into what you have today. Because yes. you're going to because you might get triggered by something they might do and you'll be like, oh man, like th this person did this to me before. Like, no, like you're not allowing yourself to be present and enjoy new friendships. You alienate yourself in a way um, that prevents you from inviting new things into your life. Yes. And I even yes, think yes, romantically, yes. guys, because I've done it and I'm not going to lie to you. Like I dated someone. This was like years ago. I wasn't over someone. I started to get to know somebody new. And then by accident, I called that girl the girl's name that I was missing. You know what? She left. And that's what I'm trying to tell you guys that a lot of times why we won't date someone because we'll use the excuse of I'm not ready. It's not that you're not ready. You're leaving the door open for some, someone that's never going to walk through the door anyways. Yeah, absolutely. You just wait. And, and if it's a relationship you want, then why hold yourself back because of a previous person, like we were saying before, that's living their life anyway. They're not stopping to think about you. They're doing what they're doing. And a lot of the time, people will then look at what the what their ex-partner's doing and, and dwell on that and say, oh, you know, I see him doing this or I see her doing that and I can't believe this. But you, what can't you believe? At the end of the day, they're living, they're continuing with their life just like you should be. You're not living, nobody's living for another person. You're living for yourself. The one person you're always going to wake up to is yourself, no matter what. The one person you're always going to go to sleep to is yourself. And in between, the one person you're always going to be with is yourself. So mm. really, you've got to put yourself first because you're the one that's always going to be with you. Everyone else can leave you, but you can't leave yourself. You Unless you pass on in this world, mm. you're going to be with you. And the only thoughts... The only thing that's always going to be playing that's going on is the is the thoughts between here. The so movie the that you're playing in your mind. On. Yeah, yes. the movie that you're playing in your mind. And see, yes. I actually want to give people steps to get Go move on from somebody. And I and I gave number one is accepting what happened. Number two, stop trying to create <laughs> excuses to keep them around. I see this way too many damn times. Yes. So I'll give you a beautiful example. A couple breaks up, and then the excuse that they'll be, oh, we're friends. Stop that. Stop that. And I, Stop I, that. I've seen that happen too many times. Now, they're not doing anything together like a relationship, but they're hanging out together, then they're friends. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, when you meet somebody new, you're going to have to cut them off anyways. So why are you trying to justify 
Exactly. Why are you trying to justify keeping them around? You're going to have to cut them off anyways once you meet someone. You're prolonging it, right? Exactly. You're prolonging it. Or I've seen the excuse of, let's say the relationship ended, right? But they still want to be friends and keep each other around. For what? For comfort. Yeah, because they're familiar. They're familiar with it. They're familiar. You don't want something new around you. You want familiar. People are scared of what's of the unknown, but I always look at life and say, everything is the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen in this next moment. When we started speaking on this podcast day, I didn't know what what, I didn't know what you was going to say. I didn't know what I was going to say. Yeah, because nothing's scripted here. Nothing scripted. It's all unknown. So being afraid of the unknown is not living life. So, you know, every moment is, you don't know anything, really. You mm. you know what you want and you kind of know that, right, you, you might even, you might have a job that you've been in for 25 years. You don't know that you're going to go in tomorrow and they say, listen, we're making 100 people redundant and you're one of them. You have no idea. What does that mean? That you're going to be scared to go to work every day? You just can't live life like that. You have to allow yourself to be free and not attach yourself to people. And I think, and I think this not just people. I think I've learned this the through thing. life, not having a, to anything. Like I have no attachment to anything. And I don't know. I heard someone say today actually on um, a relationship guy. I can't think of his name's Lewis. And he said, I, he said, I know this sounds bad. That's the one. That's the one. Powers. And he said, I, he said, I know this sounds bad. And it's, and I, but I know my girlfriend will get it. And he goes, if I come to a point where we no longer want the same things, I have no problem walking away. Mm. And that's not disrespecting her. He said, that's not, he said, no. in this present moment, we are very happy. It's not, I'm not saying word for word here, but it was the concept of what he was that's saying. What he, I happy. do remember listening to that. And that's exactly what he said. In this current moment, we are very happy. But if something right. was to change and we were not happy or we're not on the same page, I have no problem walking, walking away. away. Yes. And that's how I believe. And that's, it's not just what I believe. It's how I live. I have no problem walking away. I think I've mastered this side. And that's because of life experiences. So I don't... But I love what he said, though. It's walking away for good. Like, it's not keeping them around, like, as a friend or keeping them around, hoping that they change their mind to be with you. Yes. It's a decision. And it's a solid decision, isn't it? And it's walking with that decision and not questioning yourself on your decision and walking with it you know if things are not going well and you're completely on the different page yes you could have been on you could have been on cloud nine with one another for a whole year and everything was hunky-dory and then something switches in the in life like this is life man you're not gonna have a straight you're not gonna go on the scene it's just gonna be a nice calm sea there's gonna be a storm at some point and things are and whether you want to get through that together or you decide to go your separate ways, why hold on to somebody? And like you said, Michael, you know, try and be friends with them or keep them around because you're trying to play it safe. No, that's not fair. Oh, I love like, that, don't you do that. that you're trying to play it safe. I would say this, when the majority of the times when people keep that person around, it's, I would say at least two to three reasons. Number one, they want to show them what they've missed out on. 
because they've either a started to look good again, or they're starting to see other people while still keeping them in their life to kind of show them like, Hey, this is what you missed out on. B what they're going to try to do is also try to do things to kind of show you that they've changed so that you'll take them back. Or B they try to rationalize just having you there. And Mm. and look, if you're going to walk away, and this is leads into step three, Walking away means getting them out of your life for good. Mm. I mean, block, deleted, you're gone, you're done, Done. you don't message me, that's it. Can some people still do the whole we are friend thing? Yes. And I've done it, Michael. No. No. I've done it. I've been there, done that, and it dragged on for years. And... Man, have I learned my lesson from that. And that's how I can say it. And I, and I think same for you. We can say it so strongly with such conviction because we've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. And we know, like, we know what that's about. And it's not the way forward. It it doesn't no, lead to anything like, positive. Because it's like, why am I going to want to be friends with someone I used to sleep with? Right. Like, <laughs> what? Like, even, even, I even got asked. And again, I got asked to do business, like a bus- like an ex asked me to do business with her. Said no. I wasn't rude about it. I was just like, I can't do business with someone I used to date. I don't want to do it. Mm. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like you, Absolutely. You, you have to stop rationalizing keeping them around because then you'll never move on. Yeah. yeah. You're always going to have that like magical, well, well, what if they come back today? What if they walk through the door and I'm not here? What if I'm already with someone else? What if, what if, what if? Stop and it. I've, and I've had that. And I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. I've done it. No, no, no. Stop it's not, it. Don't want to put yourself through that. Don't do it. Exactly. Don't do it. It is. You need to say, nope. That's it. it, it it's non-negotiable. Like, it's we're non-negotiable, not arguing absolutely. this. Like, when they're gone... They're gone. Yeah. Because what you need to understand, and again, I'm not saying this to be rude. They are not going to be playing the sad violin for you. (laughs) They don't care. They've made it distinctively (laughs) aware that they are moving on with life without you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we take that personally when it's not personal it's like you know that saying it's not personal it's just business it's not personal it's just life yes yes and i love that you said that it's so true right it's not personal and we say especially women we take it way too personal it's like they've done it to me no it's not to you they've done it for themselves yeah it's not personal they've done it because no it's like in The Godfather. It's not personal. It's just business. It's just business. And it's the same sure. thing. It's just life. Like if somebody leaves you, it's just life. Yeah. Like you're going to be sad. You're going to be upset. You're going to feel all these things. But it, it's just a part of the package deal. And that's what I'm trying to say. Either an ex-friend or an ex-lover. That's why you have to enjoy people while you have them here now. Because a lot of times what a lot of people will do is they will take advantage. And I'm not saying not deliberately, but let's say you're the friend that's always making the effort. 
to reach out, to make the plans or whatever, and they never reciprocate. Once you move on and they try to reach out that one time and they realize that you're gone, you're gone. Yes. And I also, I also want to add to this to say, stop giving your power away because if you're holding, if you're allowing other people to be responsible for how you feel, then you're constantly living your life with an emotion of how they act and how they respond to things. And mm -hmm. you're going to respond according to them. That's just giving your power away. You don't Claim have emotional that. mastery. That's what that is. I actually have right. a book on that. Emotional mastery. You're letting mastery. other people dictate your feelings instead yes. of you dictating your own feelings. And you're sitting here and your feelings all like, all in your feelings, feeling all types of things when it's like you decide how you feel, not outside circumstances. Not or outside. It yes. doesn't mean you're a robot. Breakups happen. No. Relationships happen. You cannot only have the positive side and say, well, I only want the relationships, but I don't want the breakup part. How would you grow? Or I don't want any of the in-betweens, you know? Yeah. It's, it's all swings and roundabouts in relationships. Yeah. In all How relationships, you business. You mm. wouldn't grow if you only took the good things. Relationships yeah. are a risk. And it's with a friend or a lover. And it's more of a question of, is that person worth the risk? At the time, yes. they might have been. Like in your friend situation. When she met him 15 years ago, totally worth the risk. Now, the risk didn't pay off, unfortunately. But that is the, sometimes the hand you're dealt. Yeah. It's like going to the casino and the guy yells like, like red. And you're like, no, I want it to be black. You could argue with the face with the dealer, but he's like, it's black. Like you, no matter what you do, this is the dice that was rolled. Yeah, Absolutely. And it's how you react to that that makes all the difference. If you're going to have a major breakdown because you just, if you decide to put all your life savings on it and it didn't come through, then you've got to be prepared to be able to deal with the emotion behind that or the thought process behind that. And if you can't deal with that, then don't do it in the first place. Mm. I agree. But anyway, you were saying you was on point number two I well believe. we rolled into number three and that's just blocking and deleting them and letting them go right um and and not creating excuses literally keeping them at a distance that's all it is you want to move on from somebody because again and i don't like this when people do this well i'm afraid if i go here i'm gonna see them so what you think that because because you used to be together that they're not allowed to go to the same coffee shop that you go to now it's privately your coffee shop now and they can't go there <laughs> you're going to see them at some point maybe <laughs> maybe but i'm saying the world's a small place i'm just saying you're you're bound to bump into them somewhere and even if you do you don't have to say hi you don't have to chop it up you can have that respect if they say hi do you say hi you move on that's it yeah it's quite straightforward really isn't it it's, it's, we it's just talk. complicate things. We complicate. do, because yeah. you might see them somewhere. They say hi to you. Maybe they chatted up with you a quick look. Oh, I think they want to get back with me. Yo, chill. They're just being polite. Yes, 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 yes. But again, I think this comes with 
you know, time with uh, experience, people get to learn this. But this is why we want to put this out for people that haven't had that experience, just to know, to hear what we're saying. And we're speaking from personal experiences and knowledge of, you know, what works and what doesn't work. We've Between me and Michael, you know, we've seen many things and been around many people in our life. So, and there's a pattern that you pick up and you see. And yeah. one thing I definitely know is like, don't allow other people to control your emotions at any stage no. in your life. Like no matter who that person is and what they are to you, you must be, in, you must react for yourself and not because of somebody else's actions, you know, be yeah, happy within yourself. Their first. Actions. Yeah, like their actions. Are yes. What they're going to do. Yeah. Don't let them, because they've done something, you're now depressed or you claiming to yourself to be depressed. No, At the end of the day, you wasn't born with this person attached to you. You've been living a life as it is. So this is why I think it's so important to enter relationships healed and ready and feeling good in yourself because you can be with somebody and, um, sorry, I mean, yeah, you can be with someone, but they can't make you feel good. You feel good. Unless you allow it. Yeah, they, they enhance your feeling good. They're not going to make you, like, no. no one can make you anything. That's for you to feel good. Mm. And they can enhance your experiences together that makes a better experience and feel good experience together. But it's up to you to make yourself happy. You can't ask somebody else to, oh, I'm not going to be happy because you're not making me happy. No, 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 no. That's the wrong way around. You make yourself happy. Make yourself smile first, right? And then don't ask somebody else to do that for you. I agree. So, look, guys, we're going to wrap this up again. We greatly appreciate you guys coming here. Please like, share, subscribe. You know where to find us. We put our link tree in our bio. You can find us on any of the social media handles down below. And you can go follow us there. Um, and, again, guys, we really thank you guys for participating, being thank with us. You. And, um, you know, you're only going to watch us grow and succeed from here. So we will see you guys soon and take care. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening. <laughs>